Welcome to Magic at the Margins. I'm Anella Malik, founder of Feed the Malik, food blogger and content creator, and I'm here to bring you all of the grit, ingenuity, and magic happening in and around the food space. Through interviews with small business owners and the perspectives of marginalized food folks, you'll find it here, so let's dig in. I am so excited. With me today is Nicole Marquis, restaurateur, CEO, and founder of Hip City Veg, as well as Haley Thomas compassion and wellness activist and author of Living Lively. We're, we're going to chat today about the collaboration that's ongoing between Haley Thomas and Hip City Veg, the launch of the new Oh My Take Beyond Burger that's also gluten-free. But more importantly, we're going to talk about Nicole and Haley's mission to expand access, understanding, and awareness of plant-based eating. And this is rooted in their perception and experiences of food as medicine, food as a tool for health. And that's something we're going to explore more today. I'm so excited. Nicole and Haley, how are you? Hi, Nella. So good to talk to you. Thanks for having us on the show. Absolutely. Yes, thank you so much. So I always like to start by having the people that I'm talking to introduce themselves. I think it's really important that we get a sense for, you know, the human history behind the businesses or the projects that everyone is working on. So maybe Haley, you could start and give us just a little bit of your background. Sure. Um, so I am a wellness and compassion activist, author of Living Lively, and I'm also the CEO and co-founder of the Happy Organization, which is a wellness um, nonprofit that teaches plant-based nutrition education to young people in underserved communities. And I really got into health and wellness after my dad was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes when I was around eight years old and my family was able to completely reverse his condition just by changing our eating habits and eating more plants. So that's really how I got into it. And then I started learning more about the impacts of health and wellness on my generation and really wanted to find a way to advocate for um, health education and accessibility. That is incredible. And living lively for those who don't know, is a cookbook, correct? Yes. So Living Lively is a, I like to call it an empowerment cookbook. So it features 80 plant-based recipes to wow. activate your power and feed your potential. But it also has an entire um, other element to it of featuring seven points of power, which are essentially seven other areas in our lives that we can nurture and nourish in order to really create holistic wellness. So in our relationships and our thoughts and mindset and the ways that we view and participate in our world, how we activate creativity to help our communities. Um, so it's definitely a, a huge remix on your traditional cookbook, but um, it's super exciting. Well, I love the concept too, especially I was, I was in the car today listening to the Kojo Nambi show and they're also doing a segment on wellness. And it just kind of struck me, right? This is a show that they usually talk about politics. Um, mm. And I think because of the current moment in our society, so many people are thinking, oh, wow, I should take a step back and look at you know wellness, whether it's in a holistic sense or they're just focused on a more traditional view of health. I think that the past 10 months have forced many of us to really shift our perspectives. And so I think Living Lively is a really timely project. Thank you. And I couldn't agree more. I think that this 
introspective stage that we're in right now is is really conducive to something beautiful when we start to pay attention to how everything is impacting us mentally emotionally spiritually so it's really great that we're having these conversations absolutely and nicole could you give us a sense of just your background and what led you to where you are today because you own multiple businesses and um i think your story has some similarities to haley's as well yeah, absolutely. So I'm the CEO and founder of Hip City Veg. Uh, I have a restaurant group called Marquee & Co. Uh, Hip City Veg is part of that group. We also have a full-service restaurant called Bar Bonbon, which is Latin-inspired, sort of an homage to my Puerto Rican heritage. Mm-hmm. And we also have a cocktail lounge called Charlie Was a Sinner here in Philadelphia. And Hip City Veg is a growing plant-based restaurant chain out of Philadelphia. Uh, We opened our first location in Center City, Philadelphia in April of 2012 and have been expanding ever since. And it's really our mission to bring a delicious plant-based menu to millions of people everywhere. Just like Haley, I was also convinced of the need to bring plant-based foods to people when my father's own health was transformed by eating plant-based. And Haley and I share that family story. And I think is one thing that really brought us together for this collaboration at Hip City Veg is because we both had this desire to help our dads just feel better. You know, we were living with our parents. We saw how their health was really affected by eating a standard American diet, which my father thought was a good diet. You know, he's a nurse practitioner and he's, hey, he said, hey, Nicole, I have these health issues because it's genetic. And it wasn't until he really adopted a whole food plant-based diet that he began to see his health change for the better in a remarkable way. He lost 25 pounds he eliminated his medications. He achieved normal blood pressure and put his type two diabetes into remission for some time. And so that was really a miracle for our family. And I knew at that point, I've got to bring this to the world. Um, and that also evolved for me from being really health centric to also realizing that what we eat has a profound impact on the environment and mm-hmm. choosing plant-based foods is the number one thing we can do to reverse this climate crisis that we're in. And then of course, uh, for all the other living beings out there, you know, we can close the doors at the end of the day, knowing that we were compassionate to all living things. Um, and that's how I started hip city veg and, and what we're doing, what we're doing today. And I, you know, one of the things that I personally really appreciate about Hip City Veg is that I think it's quite approachable, um, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, I grew up in a household where my dad also had quite a few health issues and allergies and asthma. And so he had a really restricted diet, um, which means I grew up eating largely vegetarian, sometimes pescatarian, whole foods from our garden. Um, and I- That's wonderful was very comfortable 
with that type of cooking and eating and that type of food preparation. But I realized when I went to college that that's not the case for many folks. And so I think if you haven't had much exposure to plant-based eating, places like Hip City Veg are a great place to start because they offer things that are familiar and you know they satisfy our desire for comfort food sometimes, but and they taste great, of course, um, but they're plant-based. And so I think it's a great concept and a great way to encourage people to, you know, make changes in their diet that they might not otherwise think of. I love that. Thanks for saying that. That's exactly what we want to come across. So, so good to hear. You know, I, I realized that in my case with my father, like he just wasn't going to change his diet unless it was easy and it tasted really good. Mm-hmm. And that was a priority for him. And so I had to really work to figure out how do I make a an entirely plant-based menu that is familiar to people, that people can walk in and not be intimidated and really feel included and feel like this is totally accessible for them. And oh yeah, I, I get what a crispy chicken sandwich is like. I'll try that. And mm-hmm. then for the realization that it's entirely plant-based to come after that um, is great to see. It happened with my dad and, and we it's one of the um, benefits of working you know, in this company is that you see that journey happen for people all the time. Absolutely. So Nicole, could you tell us just very briefly about the partnership that you and Haley have worked on together and the burger that's come out of it. And then Haley, I will be asking you in detail about how you created this burger because I tried one today <laughs> and it was incredible. Oh, so glad. To hear you <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So Haley and I teamed up to create Hip City Veg's first gluten-free burger and it's called the Oh My Taki Beyond Burger. And the burger soft launched over the weekend and is going to be available in all Hip City Veg stores starting on November 12th. Okay. So everyone will be able to enjoy it. Uh, And the burger really is a mega burger, which we're coining that term for it. It's, It's so tall. It has so many ingredients and it has a really big mission. So we are, in creating the Omaitake burger, we decided we want this burger to be able to give back to our communities. And so we're feeding families who have been hit the hardest by the pandemic. And $1 from the sale of each burger we sell will help Hip City Veg and Support and Feed deliver plant-based meals to families in the Philadelphia and DC area who've been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So it is double the good. It just tastes good. It's packed with really delicious and healthy uh, um, items and ingredients. And it also is giving back to the community. And Haley, could you talk a little bit about what's on the burger itself and kind of how you created it, your thought process behind putting these ingredients together? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the burger is something that I'm just so unbelievably excited about having out into the world. It is huge, as you may know after you ordered it today. Um, It's huge, but it's packed with so many different 
layers of flavor and texture. So you have, of course, this super wonderful, soft, gluten-free bun. Then we have our, um, our herb mayo sauce, which is adapted from my green queen sauce in Living Lively. And then we have on the bun some lettuce. We have our juicy, smoky Beyond Burger, smoked vegan gouda, and then mm. on top of that is our crispy maitake mushrooms. And this is also adapted from a recipe in Living Lively. And then on top of that, we have <laughs> pickled red onions and our bun. So it's loaded with a lot of different elements. But what I love about it is um, not only the fact that it is infused with, you know, recipes and flavor profiles that I personally love and have, you know, shared with the world in my own ways, but it's also just such a wonderful flavor combination in terms of the, um, you know, the tang from the pickled onions and then you have smokiness from the burger and the vegan cheese and it really like comes all together cools it down a bit with the herb sauce so these are just elements of balance that I really love seeing in a burger and I also love when a burger kind of has some unexpected sides to it and in complexities as well and I think we've really struck this really um, amazing balance between it being approachable but also an entirely new experience experience and I absolutely love that and then of course it's like a mega burger with a mission so I'm I'm really grateful uh, that we were able to put something like this together and testing was super fun and seamless and it was just really really great process I love it I I mean I devoured that burger today it was <laughs> very good for anyone listening and you're right Haley there is a bit of complexity to it that I didn't expect uh, which I fully appreciated as someone who, you know, thinks about food all the time and, and writes about food. Um, so how long will this burger be available, Nicole? We're definitely going to run the, the special through the end of the year, but we'll see. I think that it has the potential of staying on the menu for for a while, if not permanently. I love it. I had one today. Um, I, you know, switch out for a regular potato bun, which you can do in store because I'm not gluten-free, although it's delicious on the gluten-free bun. Um, and uh, my colleagues here at the office were eating it on the gluten-free bun and they loved it. Um, I, I just love the flavor and the texture, especially the crunchy maitake. Maitake was something I've been wanting to work with for a mm -hmm. while at Hip City Veg, I think mushrooms have incredible health benefits. And although we're not a health food store, we are, you know, classic American menu items like burgers, shakes, and fries. I still love to bring on the menu great ingredients that um, maybe people never heard of before or are mm -hmm. interested in trying for the first time. So definitely wanted to get my Taki on the menu. And I think we did it in a really great way with Haley's um, oven fried my Taki recipe that she has in her cookbook, Living Lively. And I saw that. I was like, we've got to do this. So we adopted it, came up with a great um, recipe for Hip City Veg. And it's been awesome. We're loving the pickled onions that tang and then the crunchy from the maitake goes really well together with the creamy herb, herb spread. Um, and yeah, I think this has the potential of going on the menu for 
for years. I, I It's just so good. And I think it's a great compliment to the other burgers. You know, gluten-free is the number one requested item, gluten-free buns. So mm. to put an entirely gluten-free menu, item on the menu, but still make it satisfying and have a ton of flavor and texture was really important uh, for for me and, and for the team at Hip City Veg. And so Haley helped us achieve that. Yeah. So as part of, you know, my dad's restricted diet, he also didn't eat gluten. And I can tell you as a kid that <laughs> those buns that existed <laughs> 20 years ago were horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> you know, we had like, there was just very few options, very few brands. Um, and you lost a lot of texture at least that's, that was the, what I really associated with it when I was younger. And I've been so excited as I've grown older and I'm not gluten-free, but I, you know, sometimes experiment with kind of tweaking some of my own recipes to be gluten-free and trying different gluten-free mixes and flours, because I love that we've come so far as far as developing products that everyone can enjoy. Um, and that's really important to me having grown up in a household with someone who, I could see was very often, you know, my dad loved food, but he felt a little bit left out sometimes. Absolutely. I think that's what's so great about this. It's gluten-free. It's 100% plant-based. So it sort of checks the box off for a lot of different allergies, um, but you're not sacrificing anything. And that's a very key point for Hip City Veg. We don't want people to feel like they have to sacrifice to eat mm -hmm. vegan. We want to make it easy to eat vegan and now vegan and gluten-free. And so shifting gears a little bit, um, right? This is a burger with a big mission. Um, and so a dollar of each burger goes to support and feed, which helps restaurants survive, helps plant-based restaurants survive by paying them to create high quality meals for those in need in Philadelphia and Washington, DC. And Haley, I know that you've been a longtime advocate for, you know, encouraging um, and empowering communities to, to pursue health and wellness, particularly through their diet. And so could you talk a little bit about um, how this burger and support and feeds mission fits into your broader work? Absolutely. Um, you know, as Nicole alluded to, it's so important for um, veganism, you know, plant-based eating to be super accessible um, and just for us to open up the world of possibilities that you can explore through a plant-based diet. And so, um, you know, that's one side of it. But then, of course, accessibility is a major um, obstacle that many communities face and, you know, creates this barrier to um, really delicious and vibrant plant-based eating often. Um, and so in these communities where there's kind of a predisposition to unhealthy lifestyles or lack of access, I think that really bridging that gap and finding ways to celebrate the power of plants, but also how delicious it can be is so important. And so through this partnership with Support and Feed, you know, we'll be able to have plant-based meals delivered to families impacted by the pandemic um, in the D.C. and Philadelphia area. And so to, to do that is incredibly aligned with my work and mission just because it's all about accessibility to 
you know, new possibilities, whether that's talking about plant-based eating or, you know, different recipes or education on wellness. And so this is just one of those opportunities that we have to bridge that gap when it comes to, you know, lack of accessibility. And so to be able to do that is such an honor for me and to work on such a purposeful project that I think um, is fulfilling for both, you know, the consumer, but also those who will be supported on the other end of it um, is really special to me. Absolutely. And, you know, when we talk about food deserts or food apartheid, I think that, you know, there's, there's so many layers to that. And often, there's not only a lack of access to food, point blank period, but then there's a lack of access to healthy and or fresh foods. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, it's uh, another layer of complexity in, in that there are so many communities that don't have the opportunity, don't have the accessibility, don't just don't have the access um, to foods that will, you know, nourish them and support their health. And we've seen throughout the COVID-19 pandemic that, um, you know, someone's overall health is really important for their ability to thrive, but also to stay well during this, this virus. So I do think initiatives like support and feed are super important and, especially, um, you know, in cities like DC and Philadelphia, where food access and food apartheid is so racialized in so many Mm -hmm. ways. Um, And that's, you know, a long, deep history that our cities are still dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you both very much. We will end on my favorite question that always seems to stump folks. Um, So Nicole, I'll ask you first, what's your favorite food and why? Oh, that is a good one. What's my favorite food and why? Um, <laughs> like in general, like type of food or just <laughs> specific ingredient? What's my number one thing I like to eat? Just what's what's your favorite thing to eat and why? Oh, well, I would say, I, can I say Hip City Veg? <laughs> is that allowed? <laughs> I love it. I love great sandwiches. You know, I just, it's, it's satisfying. And one reason why I had so much fun creating another sandwich for, for hip city veg with Haley. Um, so I just, I think texture is really important to me in, in the sandwich. I love crunchy. Um, mm. and I also just like a good bowl of greens. I, I really have greens with every meal that I have because you know, you got to get your greens in. It's so healthy and um, it just complements, you know, almost everything that I eat. So yeah, I love greens. <laughs> and sandwiches, which I would argue of all foods have had the biggest glow up of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Haley, what about you? What's your favorite food and why? Um, I think that's my least favorite question. I can definitely <laughs> answer that just because of the abundance of delicious foods to choose from. And I feel like my favorites change every week. So mm-hmm. um, I think generally speaking, I would actually say that mushrooms are one of my favorite foods and I can always you know, eat some variety of them. Um, I think that my Takis are actually my ultimate favorite just because of the meaty texture and the juiciness of it. And it's so diverse and, you know, versatile. I think there's so much that you can do with mushrooms in general. So, um, yeah, I just love that 
And I think that'll be like the simplest answer. I love it. Well, thank you both very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. And for those of you listening, there will be all the information on everything mentioned in the show in the show notes. And if you have access to a hip city veg to go try this beautiful maitake burger with a mission, I highly recommend it. I loved mine. My husband also had one and thoroughly enjoyed it today. So (laughs) thank you. Thanks again, ladies. Thanks so much, Nella. Great to talk to you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Magic at the Margins. If you enjoy this episode, please share with at least one other person who you think might also appreciate this work. It does a world of difference. Thanks again, and I hope that food can bring a few more of us together.